What is good in the hood, everybody? This is your man's the one that is the big man in the middle, big storm, and this is the state of basketball. What is going on, bro? It's been a second. Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, Life happens. It comes at you fast. A couple things came up, but uh, a couple sicknesses. But other than that, we run it smooth. Started a new uh, venture as far as my job is concerned, which is very, very interesting. Uh, Weekends is off the hook. Uh, (laughs) I'll... I don't know yet if I'm going to say it on there, but I'll I'll talk to you after. It was ridiculous yesterday. (laughs) He said we get this off the hook. I I never – and the the crazy part is I was like, like, man, this is serious. Happens all the time. And I'm like, wow, this happens all the time. That's a whole new show we need to have. <laughs> so that's like status quo, huh? Like right. y'all just status quo. <laughs> this is cool. Oh, don't worry uh, yeah. about that. What do you mean? Don't worry about that. Yeah, this this don't happen where I come from all the time. This don't happen in the warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad to see that uh they got you, they didn't pull no uh funny business and uh got you taken care of. But I've always felt like if you um if you if you if you come in and you do your job and you're not a problem and people don't have to micromanage you, they tend to take care of those type of people no matter what what type of job uh, aspect you're in. So uh, that shows great character about you know what type of person that you are in the workforce, sir. Ooh, yeah, I just, try to, just try to help people. <laughs> Got that from my mom and dad definitely, uh, and that's just. That's all I try to do is help, especially since most of them are youngsters. And and I definitely remember our uh, 19, 20, 21 years and just trying to, you know, help them uh, be a little more successful earlier in life. So uh, those are usually my goals. But at the same time, I can't want it more than then. And if they don't, you know, take heed, you know, it's been real. So uh, (laughs) that's pretty much my managing style. I don't think too big of myself, but at the same time, we got to get the job done. The job got to get done because if you don't do the job, that means that I'm not doing my job, and right. I'll be I'll be yeah. damned, and, and they'll get somebody else to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll be damned if I'll be not somebody else. <laughs> right. So, well, yeah, man, I feel you. It's been it's been quite a a couple weeks. You know, a lot of things going on. You know people playing basketball and moving around and stuff like that. So uh, Mother's Day slid in there, too. But Yeah, happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers, especially uh, Miss Janet Mormon and Angela Barnes and Jody Davis. Those people. Those people. Yeah, Robbie. I also saw Miss Robbie Gilbert as well. I was lucky to see her uh, day before Mother's Day, so I was able to wish her a happy Mother's Day as well. She did say she did mention in the uh, passings by of uh, interchanging foods and supplies. <laughs> so she was re upping, uh, yeah, re upping, <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, ooh, got something with Dr. Pepper. That's one not, of the uh, disadvantages of I see you being one with nature right now. Oh, bro, I'm out here, dog. 
I am out here. This is a good time to be out here. Like uh, I did a show Tuesday and um, I said that that might be the last show that you see me indoors if the weather allows it. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah. If it's <laughs> pouring down right, I'm not going to be out here. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, man, I'm out here. Uh, the wife so and I, on, we let had. Me get this. Hold on. Let me ask you this, though. Since you set up outdoors, is that opportunity for us once? Unfortunately, this uh, uh, allergy season yes. passes. Yes. That we could be out there. Yes. 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 <laughs> allergy season has to pass because I'd be a hot mess right now out there. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So then it'll be hot as hell. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, I have to remember the days I had to go to the hot dog and turn on the air. <laughs> I remember. Hey, bro, I saw somebody in a hot dog just like that about four days ago on 465 and i was like wow bro i wonder <laughs> memories memories a lot of good times in the hot dog a lot of good times in the hot dog but um so a lot of good instant times that we've uh had here in these nba playoffs uh my good man uh we Definitely. haven't had a chance to chat about them i know we have seen each other at our good friends dj's Young ass birthday, yeah. Um, y'all might be the same age, so who knows? No, he's younger than me. I'm still, I'm the youngest old person you probably know. <laughs> I believe it though. I believe it though. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so belated birthday to that feller. But we got together, but we didn't really get to talk. Oh my god, what is going on with the screen? I'm just gonna keep talking, man. Because yeah, because I got shit. you. I got you on here. <laughs> um so we had a good playoff run um here i don't know what is going on in the land of plenty but so we had a good playoff start uh to the what there we go man i'm telling you bro my shit has been going haywire so I'm going to try to touch it as least as possible. <laughs> it might have to go in the shop, bro. If I can make it to the end of the playoffs, I think it had to go into the shop. It has to be love, though. But uh, we had a good a little updates. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, somebody, 10-year-old, uh, like, uh, dropped my uh, stuff. And so it has shattered. <laughs> so wow. working on uh, subject, borrowed time. So, but we had a good start to the playoffs, right? Um, yes. With the first round, you know, a lot of exciting how things. How about before, not even playoffs? How about this is the first time we have not had a LeBron James in these playoffs. So it's not only a great playoffs; it, it just shows how uh, the natural you know evolution of the game and the game will keep going and keep thriving and. Will have uh, people to be able to take places of other people. So it's That's not, not only, his first uh, time. No, he missed probably his first year to Lakers. Okay. So yeah, we're you. I I could be used to him not being in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it only, it's only happened like, like a handful of times. It's I only feel like it was just more pronounced this uh, this year. More oh yeah, than they talked about year. it this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I just I mean, which like brings up a conversation because you had three other teams that or four other teams that have significant injuries to quite a few different uh players or key players 
on their roster and they were still able to win 50 plus games and make playoffs and be and be even talk even Brooklyn still made the playoffs. <laughs> I mean they that didn't is- have they didn't show up, but they still make qualified. They still qualified. I just feel like that has a lot to do with the the new um, playbook or architect of a team having more than that one player. So if that one player goes down, you're still able uh, to be productive, still able to move on uh, to make the playoffs. So I feel like the way teams are constructed now, you'll get to see that a lot more because it's not like back in the 80s and 90s when you had basically one player and then great to minimal others. Right, right. So before we jump into the NBA, because that's probably 98% of today's conversation, we obviously have to talk about the ladies because they uh, started their season uh, about a week and a half ago. Um, So right now they're really ramping up um, activity. There was a good game on yesterday that we sat down and watched um, in between my, my snuggle time with the cat. Cecil and watching Happy Gilmore, which we talked that up, by the way. We straight talked it up because for some reason I saw Carl Weathers and then I was like, damn, I keep forgetting that he's still alive. And that's terrible to say. (laughs) I don't mean it in a negative way, but that is so terrible to say. But I was like, man, Happy Gilmore. And it was like two days later, it's over. So obviously we had to watch it. But that was no point at all. But we were watching. Ain't nothing wrong with Carl Weathers, no man. You gotta give no. Carl uh, Weathers some love, man. <laughs> you know, in the damn town, man. <laughs> it's supposed to be an exhibition. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, my bad. I couldn't help it, but uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> You had uh, – who was we had? We had the Phoenix. We had Phoenix Mercury, and we had the Storm. Good game. Um, even no, though you had – What is that? Tarasi against uh, – Sue Bird. Uh, yeah. And you saw their uh, little uh, podcast kind of like Peyton and his brother, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, I definitely liked the Red Cups. They was rocking. <laughs> I mean, them two are hilarious. And I know Megan Rapino be having some thoughts in the back of her head. And who's uh, De- Tarasi's wife? Penny, the Australian chick, Penny somebody. I can't remember her last name. But I'm sure they got conversations, little thoughts in the back of their head, like, uh, y'all a little bit closer to best friend sister type <laughs> deal at time. I wonder about back at UConn. Yeah, well, <laughs> you say they're wondering about their true history. Yeah, right. I mean, your true origins of your friendship. No, <laughs> that's I'm sorry. That was inappropriate. But that, hey, I was a kid born in the 70s. What do you expect? <laughs> but anyway, um, so that was a good game. I expected. I mean, it? Go ahead. Go ahead. I said, yeah, it will probably be in a little better of a game if we'd have had, you know, Brittany Griner uh, with Phoenix and also uh, Stewie, uh, Brittany, Brit, uh, Brianna, uh, Br- you know, Stewie, Stewie. her. Yeah. <clears throat> that chick, you know, the best player on the planet. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but she was out with COVID protocol. So, um, it had been hold a little on, different. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you just say she's the best player on the planet, Stewie? 
for women, Donna Taraji's the GOAT. Yeah, so she's not the best yeah, player yeah, right that's, now. That's who I she's not with. the best player right now. She's the GOAT, but she's not the best player right now. But didn't she just hit a last second shot to win the game just to let people know she's still around? I mean, everybody can hit a last second shot at no, some point in no, time. No, no, At Paul some George. point in time. Paul George. Hey, well, no. he hits him now. <laughs> he hits him now for uh, – he just didn't do it in Indy. He eventually <laughs> did it. You know I mean, you eventually get one. <laughs> If you take enough, the odds say you eventually get one. If I play the lottery enough, I'm eventually win my money back. <laughs> I'm sorry, but there are no um, clutchness is not something that everyone has. No, I didn't say clutchness. Well, that's, that's a clutch but you have an opportunity. Anybody can hit a game winner. We've been at the park. You know who's clutch at the park, but you know there's guys that throw some shit up. And this just don't go with it. Yeah, you know but that's I mean? like once a summer, maybe twice a summer. All right, and let them let them know it. Let muscles <laughs> tell you about it. <laughs> hey man, oh, all summer it'll be like the first week of the summer. He'll tell you about it all summer, <laughs> and that will fuel those shots all summer that leads to losses. <laughs> All summer, but he got their one, though, son. Uh, but oh, stop it. We're down here. Okay, I don't want you to end prematurely on me. Yeah, that's what she said. But anyway, um, so I think their season starts off pretty well. You know, the average, the the obviously, obviously, um, the teams that you expect to be in that position are starting to take them, take their toll. I mean, take their um, their positions. Uh, two teams that I'm going to tell you that I like looking at right now that I do expect to see uh, positive things for. Uh, one, the Indiana Fever, uh, Queen Egbo, and um, hit, uh, not Destiny, but she's playing good off the bench, but um, I forgot the guard's name. But they're playing good basketball, good defense. I like them. And who else was the other team I was supposed to be looking at? And the uh, thing is, Elena Deladon is back. Yes, uh, Mystics. Atlanta Dana Don is back at 100% healthy. So um, those are two teams that I expect to see positive. Mystics more in the championship conversation. Um, Fever more is in the right steps conversation. What do you feel about uh, Becky Hammond? Three and one so far. She brought an NBA mentality to uh, the WNBA, and she's got the horses. It makes a big difference when you got the talent that the Las Vegas Aces has, um, as opposed to coming in and coaching, let's say, uh, the Indiana Fever or the New York Liberty, who might have one, maybe two marquee names, but not four or five marquee names. You know what I'm saying? That's coming off championships that know how to win. It's a little easier that way. But good job. Any, do you have anything? So we talked about the best. Let's let's talk about this 0-4 uh, Minnesota Lynx. Do you have anything on that? I do not, to be honest. Uh, to be honest with you, they have not won a game yet. <laughs> but it's all it's all about the movements that the front office is making. Like in the last three weeks, they have signed and traded and waived all like eight or nine players. That's been so they're going cycle. for the total out of the, the total rebuild. Like yeah, it looks that way up. because it is it, apparent that Maya Moore is not coming back. So um, I mean, they have to do something, but 
I don't know what it is. Maybe they can go uh, try to steal. Who was the uh, the white girl that was their best point guard in history who left two years ago to coach Minnesota? Unless they can pull her back to coach them, I don't know what's going to happen with the Lynx, bro. All right, all right. But, uh, yeah, so that's all I got for the WNBA. So, obviously, that's going to pick up here in the next couple of weeks as the NBA shortens. All right, good deal. We ready to go to uh, the men? You want to? Nope, I won't do nothing. Let's go because the games come on. <laughs> right. Uh, do you want to go over the awards at all? Like we made, did you write down our picks? Did we, did I mean, we write that down? I did, but where are they? That's a great question. Um, I know pretty much we got all of them except for Embiid. I think you went yeah. with Joker. I went with Embiid. And then, like on my post, I said, I, I I mean, I can't argue and I won't argue neither one. You know what I mean? I'm cool with both. My vote would have went with Embiid, but I'm not going to say, oh, that's Hornswoggle. <laughs> um, I'm more into the snubs of the other awards, like Jordan Poole for um, Six Man, um, or not Six Man, but Most Improved, or Bam Adebayo for a uh, defensive player or Dray or well, Draymond didn't qualify, but um, there was another name that I was thinking about that should have been talked about in some, some instance, but um, Holiday, Drew Holiday is a great defender. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd have picked him over Marcus Smart or uh, the other guy. I'm just looking at the sky. Make sure it don't sneak up on me. <laughs> These pop-ups. <laughs> What so but, do you feel like John Morant qualifies for most improved player? Like I don't think he should have qualified because I mean, but if you improved on your numbers, I guess you can say that. But I felt Jordan Poole had a better um conversation. I thought the guy on his team to who he gave it to had a better conversation, but I don't I don't really know about him himself. I think he should have been more in the uh um MVP conversation more than the right. most improve. Yeah. Uh what about um I'm good with Hero being six man. I'm cool with that. That doesn't bother me. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. He must got something important to say. Who's that? Jeremy. Yeah, oh, how you know it was him? Yeah, I'm like, what are you <laughs> talking about? Because <laughs> I don't think, probably, I, no disrespect, I don't think you'd acknowledge anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we good. He's on some other stuff. Uh, See? <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. But that's my dog. I ride with him. So, uh, All day. That's hilarious. <laughs> But, uh, oh, yeah, Mac went to prom, you know, so yes, oh, Kendall went to prom. When yes. did we – I don't know, man, I, I'm just uh, not – Another man. conversation. That yeah, might be, man, don't get me that, going because you that know might be, that might be a That might be a food on the deck conversation. Like, <laughs> sit back and relax and talk. But we, I, we I'm, need to have a, a, a dad chat. I'm just, split. Just, just on what – just on what you're gonna say, without getting into details, I'm 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 split. I'm down the middle, and I'm one day I'm like, man, are you fucking kidding me? And the next day I'm like, you know, 
but then okay but anyway let's go uh so where do you so want to what start what was the other one the rookie of the year we good with barnes i think we both may have said barnes if not yeah we did, i uh, think i think I, at the beginning of the year i started with cunningham but right. I, I felt Barnes win it, but I stayed with Cunningham because that Kate Cunningham out of Detroit. But I stayed with him because that's who I picked at the beginning of the year. But right. I, do, I do, I no arguments with Scotty Barnes. The dude's nice. It sucks he got hurt uh, towards the end of that playoff series, too. Yeah. Uh, and then the coach, uh, Williams, or, I, I, uh, yeah, Monty. I don't have a problem with that either. Normally, the best record in the league is coach of the year. So, unless you do some miraculous shit, like take a team from last or Phoenix, which that was him, which you take a team from, <laughs> from last place to the championship. So, uh, that does it too. So, you want to start with that? You want to start with that Phoenix, uh, Dallas, uh, series? Good transition. Uh, no, I wanted to talk one. I got a question for you. I want to know what do you do about the coaching positions between Brooklyn, Philly, and Los Angeles? Obviously, we know Los Angeles is vacant, and they're picking around the different people. Um, but what do you what what do you think about Brooklyn and uh, Philly in their coaching situations in their coaching situations? Yeah. Okay. So Doc, like I love Doc, man. I do. Uh, more than just the coach and just the man, right? Uh, but how much longer do we give him slight? And this is just being real. How much longer do you give him cushion for that one win, which seems to be 20 years ago? Like, preach. Uh, <laughs> great man. I, I can't, great man, but. Maybe the game's passed his by. Maybe he just doesn't have the players he had in Boston that 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 was able to take hold of his teachings and be able to execute on the court. But it just seems like whenever you see a losing playoff team, unfortunately, and I'm trying to be nice, you see Doc Rivers. And some of it is coaching. Uh, some of it is being able to change at a drop of a hat to be able to be that flexible coach to be able to see that and and do it on the on the run do it in motion not wait off season and plan something but to do it in the moment uh i'm not quite sure he has that uh the good qualities though i feel like he does stick up for the majority of his team members i know he had that issue with ben simmons i felt like it was authentic feel like you need to hear that you don't need to be babied every day of your life you need that constructive criticism because it helps you grow so uh it's just unfortunate that ben is not in a place to receive that i feel like that's a pretty nice way of saying it um so i feel like he does have positives but unfortunately winning is at the end of the day what you're judged on and I feel like he it's, it's running out. Like, if I was starting a team, I don't know if I would even think about Doc Rivers, to be honest. Uh, Mark Jackson, uh, I feel like I'm on him a lot as far as giving him another chance. I feel like a lot of it has to do with how he was treated. Um, to be honest, I can't remember his coaching style. I know that the team that he had was on the verge, but I also know that uh, – Bill Walton's son won so many games with him, and 
So, and then after that, after he left and had his own career, he never recaptured that type of winning. So, players have a lot to do with it. I'm interested to see how Mark Jackson will do with a team that's not full of top 100 players ever. (laughs) That I agree with you. Um, When it comes to Doc Rivers, um, I haven't really been a huge Doc Rivers fan uh, from the first jump. You know, I mean, he was he was cool. I wasn't a great fan of him. I don't want to say I disliked him, but I could say I wasn't that big of a fan of him when uh, he was playing. You know, I mean, no, no hate toward him or anything like that. Wasn't a big fan of him coaching. You know what I'm saying? The one thing I did like about him, you know, he was a player's coach. You know what I mean? He took care of his guys. He fought for his guys. If you were in the right or he felt that you was in the right – you know, Doc Rivers is going to do that for you. But uh, my issues with Doc Rivers is he does he's not a, an adjustment coach. You know what I mean? He's not a guy who make not a guy who makes adjustments well in in game time situations. Like for instance, you're up three one and you lose twice, two series twice, and another one you were up three zero and you lose. You know what I'm saying? What a Those great team! You, you didn't. What a great girl. team! <laughs> yeah, what a great team! You know what I'm saying? So. Um, at some point in time, it, it, you had the players. You know what I mean? Arguably, those players was as good as the players you won with. Arguably, not, I'm not saying it's facts, but they had talent. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, at some point in time, you got to look at, at coaching because it wasn't at one team. It was two teams in the same place and a team at another place. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, with that on Doc, I mean, they're obviously not going to get rid of him just yet, but at some point in time, some of that blame has to fall on the inefficiency or the ineffectiveness of your perception of what James Harden as a basketball player is now. Um, Mark Jackson, um, I think he might have been blackballed probably the first couple years out of coaching. Um, I think he'd be a successful coach. Um, he constructed what was the beginnings of what Golden State is. Um, Luke Walton took over a completed team. So it was easy to win games with a completed team. All you had to do was just follow the blueprint and let them go do their thing. Um, I think Mark Jackson could do it. But my thing with him is, is questioning if he really wants to put himself back into that situation where he has to either conform to ownership or just all the way just bow down to ownership i don't think he's ready for that i think him and jeff van gundy have figured out that where they're at is a really good lucrative my face is in your face uh 82 times a year so (laughs) let's go yeah definitely i'm definitely taking that away and I feel like they need each other when it comes to broadcasting because you've seen them separately and oh, not that terrible. they've done horrible, but when you put it's those terrible. two together, it's magic. And um, I don't know what the, you know, I don't know the financials of that situation, but um, I definitely feel like I'm interested. Like I said, I'm just interested to see how he does without having Clay and Steph and Draymond and, you know, yeah, I agree. I agree. 100. I, I agree. I'm definitely interested in that. Um, 
Purpose you left you... Brooklyn last. Purpose yeah, left I left Brooklyn. Brian because I didn't think Steve Nash was going to be a good coach. And, sorry, Steve. At all. I didn't think you were going to be a good coach. And then when Kyrie talking about we could take turns being coaches, wow, okay. Yeah, that's just like the world being flat. Like, okay, we'll see how this works. <laughs> see how this works. <laughs> <laughs> when it didn't work. <laughs> when it did work. Like, we got this. It really didn't work for Kyrie because you see he's about to lose shoe contract. Like, I don't know how much he made off of it. I don't know how much extra he's got coming in for whatever ventures, you know, other ventures he has. But I would like to think that that shoe contract was a big part of his portfolio. So, oh, hell uh, yeah, that Kyrie, or the, or the Kyrie. <laughs> Hell yeah, because Eli's had what four pair. Julian's had a couple pair. You know what I'm saying? Uh, McKenzie hooped at a pair for uh, gym rats. Yeah, man, I like it because the SpongeBob series. Hey, those are some dope shoes, dog. Like if I was still hooping, I'd had a pair of everyone, especially the Patricks and the and the uh, Sandy Squirrels. Not the Sandy Squirrels. Oh, yeah, all day. <laughs> but uh, the coaches that are out there, I like um, going in that young players that played in the league. I would like to see uh, – and I know Patrick is is killing it. Well, not killing it, but doing the best he can with Georgetown. But I would like to see him coaching in the NBA again. I would love to see him. Can you imagine him with a center like Embiid and what kind of – interactions or what kind of things because you saw what he did wasn't he a coach in orlando with with uh dwight uh, howard yeah was he with him at all um i thought he by was, his early I years was, i think that was his early years of yeah. coaching so and he was, he an was assistant more of an advisor yeah, he was an assistant yeah. but um i felt like when he was with him he did well um also, like, even though I love Juwan where he is, I would like to see him in the league. Uh, just I like the players, the the coaches that were NBA players. I, I like that look, the Monty Williams, uh, my guy out of uh, with uh, New Orleans. Green. Willie Green. Willie Green. Willie Green. Yeah. Oh, Willie. Now, I, I hear what you're saying. I do like those. I'll hate the recycling of old theory coaches that don't work. You know what I mean? Why are we looking at Rudy Tomtonovich? Why are we looking at um, other coaches like that when we've already proven that those styles don't work, especially with this new style of basketball? It's, so, outdated. Uh, it's outdated. It's outdated. So let's go with these new guys. How about a Darwin Ham? You know what I mean? A guy like that who is obviously ready to step up and be a head coaching job is just now getting those opportunities. But you can see the NBA has always been a leader in diversity, one, because 95% of their market value is um, African-American or foreign-based. You know what I mean? I know, you know, Caucasians are, uh, you know, love white people love basketball too, but you got to look at the fan base. You got to look at the clientele. You got to look at who's who you're marketing to. Look at the marketing ads. A whole lot of it is marketed to that demographic. So you have to start to associate those guys with those type of people. Um, I do like the Juwan Howard, but I'm sorry, bro. I'm selfish. I, I, I love that he loves to be there. I love that he wants to build um, a Duke, North Carolina type atmosphere 
uh, championship pedigree at Michigan. I love it. But yet a very small part of me would would like to see him participate uh, on the sidelines in the league. And, yeah, like I love him there. Don't get me wrong, but I don't I, I don't want to be selfish. Like I want to see this dude flourish. Uh, I want to obviously. I feel like for that to happen, though, I need him to get us that ring. No, uh, don't go to Los Angeles. Yeah, get, no, give us that chip. No, give us the college chip. Give us the March Madness first, and then move. Like you got to get and us you one can come back. Yeah. And then you can come yeah, back. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm good with that scenario. Works for me. <laughs> All right, so where do you want to start in this playoff? Oh, since we're in Brooklyn, let's go ahead and talk about them getting swept. Um, personnel, coaching, combination of both, front office needs to retool or what? I feel like a lot of it has to do with coaching. I feel like uh, coaching could have helped settle the – I feel like there was a lot of internal stuff, a lot of stuff we don't know about. And then you had the big show of having Ben Simmons, like you thought – the office obviously thought they were making a move that that benefited them, and it didn't benefit them this year. So I don't know if they knew that going in, because it felt like the move was made for this year, and then we'll figure out the rest. But unfortunately, this year it didn't happen. So uh, for one, I didn't. I, I would love to know if that's what they knew. If they were like, "Well, this move is going to be for the future, not the now." I, I want to know that. And then if it was for the now, obviously. They miss uh, read the situation. <laughs> if it was made for the future, okay, well, you better make sure you get Kyrie and uh, KD to stay. And I know they made uh, talks about we need players that are 100% down for us, like we're down for cutting them checks. And um, I feel like it was a shot to Kyrie. One hundred percent. He wasn't talking to nobody else. <laughs> Not what he wasn't even talking to Ben. Um, no. On your point, I think I think they kind of both they kind of knew both situations. Like they were doing it for the future, but had a small hope that it might happen this year, um, especially with the games that they play towards the end. Like, maybe he's going to play, maybe he's not. I don't know if that was him, them. I don't know, but it was kind of bad. But I think they kind of knew either war. You know what I mean? Kyrie. Um, hold on, hold on. On that, I want to know how he passed the physical, and then after the physical, without playing, he had back surgery. They knew that they playing for the future, bro. Like I think they, I think they knew. I think they kind of knew. You know what I'm saying? Like, unlike Philadelphia, who expected a, a Houston James Harden, and you got a um, I'm a 32 year old guy who can't do like I used to. I want to know, but but he's still putting up 25 and and you know what I mean eight nine points. I mean assists and rebounds. That's good, but they don't. They expected thirty-five. Hey, James how Harden. do you feel like this is the most drastic change in the play? Like I almost can't like believe. Fast. Fast. I almost can't believe it. Like it's almost fast. like something got to be wrong. Like this. How do you go like fast? Like a year from being one of the like an MVP type person. Like the like I feel like he took advantage of the rules more than anyone. 
You can't blame when he, him for when, taking when advantage he, of the rule. Oh yeah, I can't blame you for that. Was he MVP or in the or scoring? Yeah, champ? no, he got MVP. He was scored. Yeah, I mean, not that. That's not what I was asking. I just said the wrong word. Um, he was scoring champ that year before they split him and Westbrook up, right? For all the I'm not gonna play, and he got yeah. all fat and all kind of stuff. He was just <laughs> scoring. So that was what two and a half years ago, right? Two and a half all seasons right. ago. Like immediately, like you were. Top, like top five, and then you were just no, hey, maybe top twenty five. You were uh, MVP, con- like you were in that group. Like that's every, a small every group. season. Every it's like season. five people in that group, really, that you could just talk about. Preseason could be that MVP, and he reached it, and then he left immediately. Like, it, like I said, it's hard for me to digest because it's got to be something going on. Thirty two, uh, this day and age. 32 really ain't old if you're taking care of your body, right? So, well, is this the lingering effect of the Kardashian? I, it could be the curse. It could be the curse. I'm I mean, it affects them all at some point in time. It affects them all at some point in time. Man, but it's been a minute since he's been with, what was it, Chloe or one of them? Yeah, but you know, you know what I'm saying? I was Kim's first husband, so I was affected later on in life, too. Nah, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all know, it's, it's, yeah, never mind. But anyway, um, but yeah, bad look for Brooklyn. Um, I'm more. I'm at what point does KD get fed up? Because to me, it looks like KD. Only thing he wants to do is hoop. Like that's it. No, like I don't. I, I don't think he wants to. I think I, I. Let me get it out. It's more than that with him. I think KD needs to be loved. That's the whole reason he had that uh, that 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 account that wasn't right and sticking up like he really is a bit sensitive, me. right? Love me. That's a part of that that generation where when he came up, he probably always was loved till he got to the league with other loved people, and then at that point, you just who's loved the most, and. Uh, <laughs> I feel like he wants to do that, and he wants to be the main player. I feel like that was. Part of the reason, other than Draymond, that he left Golden State was even though he was Finals MVP and all that, everybody still loved. Everybody still said that Steph, it was Steph's team, so he wanted to make his own mark, kind of like uh, Kyrie when he was with LeBron. They won a championship, but he felt like I want to do it on my own. But see, and that was where I I hate the fact that I hate Kyrie because Durant, <laughs> Durant. I think it, I think his ego and everything touched him there, you know, and with him, it's like it wasn't your team. You know, it could never have been your team unless Steph left. Like, you went to his team. So it was going to always be his team. Like, even when LeBron went to um, Miami, it was still D. Wade's team, even though LeBron was there. Eventually, it was transitioned over to LeBron because of D. Wade's uh, maturity, uh, where LeBron learned, and he was trying to also do that same thing with Kyrie in Cleveland, but Kyrie wasn't ready to accept those things. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think Kyrie was immature then. I still think he's immature now. I don't think he was at Duke long enough for Krzyzewski to touch his life uh, and to let – and I don't think he was in class in Duke long enough to understand that the world is not flat. But <laughs> – but um, so, yeah, I think it was a lot. There's a lot of changes in Brooklyn, and I'm to see what happens in the offseason. So 
playoffs. Who you want to start with? Uh, you know me. I can always rock with Golden State. Uh, <laughs> they are made it to the conference finals. Uh, excited to see that. Uh, but Memphis is definitely a team on the rise. I feel like the biggest obstacle is their success due to the fact that there'll be teams won some of these players. The only yep. way that Memphis uh, strives and continues to grow is if they keep the players they have, um, which I feel is going to be a little difficult, especially when you got John Moran, one of the best young uh, all-stars. I'll, I'll definitely call him an all-star superstar. He's on his way. Uh, but usually what comes with that is a huge price tag. So it depends on how humble he is. Is he a Tom Brady sacrifice my pay for a great team? Or is he a player that gets all the money and there's no money to get him any help? Right. Um, I think the good thing that Memphis is in that situation when it comes to those contracts that those guys are staggered a little bit. You know what I mean? Brooks is a year or two older, been in the league a little bit longer. Uh, in a different position on this contract, the same way with Jackson, uh, those guys in different areas on their contracts. Um, and they still have a little, a year or two to play with Morant and um, offering this and restructuring things. But it's going to come down to if all the, the same way that it did in Oklahoma City when they had all three of those guys. It's going to come down to um, um, how well do they get along with each other off the floor, you know, off the court. And which allows them all to sacrifice. You know what I mean? Uh, prime example, again, Miami with LeBron, D-Wade, and Chris Boss. It was easy to for those guys to get those contracts and stuff done because, for one, they were friends off the court, which allowed them all to sacrifice because they knew they all would get money on the back end. Um, it's just going to have to be as Memphis young players or their core going to be with that same mindset. Because, yeah, you're right. They're going to come after them. And they're a fabulous basketball team. Um, I think the only thing that stepped them back um, was the injury of Jean Morant. And I'm sorry, I don't think it was a dirty play by Jordan Poole. These guys play defense, and they're grabbing, and they're doing all these type of things uh, to each other as the game is played. I think that injury happened a little earlier in the game uh, when he kind of knee-knocked twice, two plays in a row with two different people. I think that's where that injury came from. It just happened to be in a situa situation that Jordan Poole might have gave it a little extra at the end. But, um, yeah, this Memphis team is a team you're going to have to have to have to have to have to pay attention to. And, God damn it, Golden State, you knew they was going to be all the way healthy, that they was going to do exactly what they want, what they was going to do, bro. <laughs> and the sad part is they're all the way healthy with their veterans. But I'm definitely, definitely can't wait to see with Wiseman adding him to that mix. I can't wait. I want to see what that looks like while uh, Splash Brothers at the pool party is still constituted. So I love uh, that Splash Brothers at the pool party. That shit's <laughs> hot, bro. <laughs> Hashtag that, man. <laughs> Hashtag that. Splash Brothers at the pool party. I love it. Hey man, them guys is hooping, man. Them hey, cats they, is hooping, and, and it's bro. So, and the sad part is, it's easy to play the way they play if you're that type of player. But if you're not that type of player, it's so hard to pass the ball and be in constant motion. Some man. people who are shooters 
cannot play off the ball. Westbrook cannot play off the ball. Not a shooter. And uh, well, <laughs> just players off the ball. Period. People who have to have the ball in their hands to be effective. I guess it really is a talent and a trait to be able to play off the ball because if you can play off the ball, oh my gosh, the movement you get, that's how we the were successful. The easy layups, the easy layups. I feel layups, like man. that's how we were successful in our time and when we were young and yeah. killing boys. Yeah, because I like the duck. Movement. I like the duck. And all the way that I was going to get the duck <laughs> is I move because you pass. You know what I mean? I, 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 I just call it how I see it. You know what I'm saying? If I get, if I want to do this, and for me to do this, I got to do this. Great. You know, as I got older, you know, those came less and less. So I, you know, started to work a little adapt. more on the jump. Yeah, did that. Got to adapt. <laughs> Man. So, uh, but I feel like the league is missing it, and I feel like Golden State, and there's a few other teams that also move like that. But for the most part, uh, Golden State is that team, and I feel like that. I feel like with John Morant, they still would have won the series. Seven, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I feel like they would have won due to the way they play and uh, due to the fact that they have that uh, veteran leadership that's definitely been there and done that. Yeah. I, even if John Morant had uh, still played, I still think um, they would have won. But I'd have probably went more in seven uh, because I do think Golden State is capable of championship experience, being able to win a game seven on the road. I do think they had that type of mentality. Um, that DNA. And, and, they got yeah, that DNA. The one thing is clear and evident that um, Mike Brown is not going to be good in Sacramento either. Because these two games with the with this accumulative talent, those were two games in a row that them boys did not look good. <laughs> they didn't play to their best. Yeah, and you know what I mean, Steve, I'm not to say Steve is that much better when they won't have those. They still have them, but they wouldn't have them two in a row. Not like that. You know, one of them, you got lucky. So, but I do like Golden State, and I'd like your point. Golden State is one of few teams that play a constant movement. Uh, there's a lot of teams that do it, but they're one of two teams that do it continuously. I think Phoenix would be the other team that plays that constant movement a basketball at some point where they don't get stagnant and dribble, dribble, dribble. Even when Chris Paul is dribbling, he's dribbling for a point. He is old school rebounding. I mean, old school point guard mentality. I dribble to get somewhere or to change an angle for something else. I don't just stand there and just, you know, dribble, 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 over, step back, shoot. <laughs> so. I got a question off topic. Sorry. Better point guard right now. Jason Kidd, uh, Chris Paul. Mm. I got Jason Kidd. Well, we knew you was gonna have Jason Kidd regardless. <laughs> that wasn't even that wasn't even a question to ask. I mean, I could say anybody. I could say wait. Rondo, and you was gonna say Rondo. Rondo, yes. Rondo got a ring. <laughs> if I say if I say Dennis Schroeder, you was gonna say. They destroyed her. It doesn't matter yeah. who it was. I love German. I love German chocolate cake. I love German chocolate cake. So it's an unfair question to you. Uh, to me, um, off the be top honest, of my dude, head, uh, didn't Jason Kidd retire? Like when he retired, then he had made the most threes or something like that. Yeah, he he had the most made three pointers in league history. 
And it was what I always talked about Jason Kidd when he retired. That's one thing I always talked about Jason Kidd is like in the, like comparing to Westbrook. You know what I mean? You can work on your jump shot. You can come into the league and have a terrible jump shot. Chris, I mean, Jason Kidd's jump shot was dookie garbage coming out of uh, Cal. I mean, just horrible. But he ended his career at, at the point. Well, I think he's number three now. But he ended his career at, you know, number one. So what about um, Vince Carter? Because at the end of his career, he went from ducking to shooting to threes. all threes, like all threes, <laughs> like all threes. And I played 29 years, all threes. <laughs> but I mean, me, I like Jason Kidd. I really do. But I favor Chris Paul. Me, I do. I just favor Chris Paul. But I liked, J- I mean, I like Jason Kidd because he was a different point guard. You know what I mean? And I think Chris Paul is a combination of a lot of those guys. Uh, Jason Kidd, uh, Tim Hardaway, Gary Payton. I think he's a mix of all of those guys because he does all of those guys do, but what they all don't do. Gary Payton wasn't great offensive. Chris Paul was really good offensively. Jason Kidd was not a good dude. No, Jason Kidd was a decent defensive point guard, but Chris Paul is like, what, second or third in steals in point guard. You know what I mean? Chris Paul is like in the top five with all of those things that Jason Kidd is in. So it's a good question. It's a good conversation. I mean, you can sit down and go back and forth. You know, if it, if they had a list and one was on top one week and one was on top the next week, you're not going to get an argue to me. I'm not going to be like, the hell with you. Scotty Pippen's number one. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Sorry. All right. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, oh, you want to move on. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, anything in that second round, this second round, that was just just absurd. I mean, uh, maybe to Philadelphia. Let's go with Philadelphia. Let's talk about uh, the effort of James Harden. Uh, you think he quit, or do you think it's just that the, he's not that guy no more? I, I, I don't know. Like it's an enigma wrapped in a riddle. I, I really don't know. It's uh the whole reason, like I feel like he's definitely chip chasing at this point. The reason why you've been to what two, three teams in a couple of years, like is chip chasing. And so I I felt like he wanted to leave Brooklyn, so he left. He got with the team he wanted, but I don't know why he's not performing to what he's capable of. Like, I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know if something's going on in the in the family life. I, I don't know. I don't know. But I know there was a big change between leaving Brooklyn. Even when he first got to Brooklyn, he was balling out. And then it just kind of tapered from then, from there. So I'm just not sure. I, I, I'm not sure what the issue is with him. But it is an issue with him. And they're going to have to figure it out. All right, let's go to Milwaukee and Boston. Hey, man, I continue to say that I feel like uh, the Greek freak is the most underappreciated. Underrespected. Underappreciated, respected. I mean, that dude is something else, bro. (laughs) He's definitely a freak. That's what it is. He's a freak of nature. Uh, so I finally got on board with that. Uh, I felt like I did feel like they were going to lose when they lost Middleton, but we'll see today. Uh, Boston is one of those teams that you always, ever since they had Kyrie, right? They had Kyrie and, le- and lost him because they did so well and they never really got back to that. 
feel like Tatum is finally embracing uh, the role. Boy, that dude, man. With that, what was it, forty-six point performance? Hey, that's a dude, there, bro. <laughs> um, he cries a little bit more than my liking. Well, thank his mentors. Yeah, and I know that's the that's the game nowadays. I get it, but something yeah, about him it, it kind of irks me with that. Uh, I don't know if it's the crying or the stoppage of play every damn foul. No, because he cries when he don't get it, though. That's what I'm saying. Like a baby with a rattle. Like I saw him he in the the falling to the floor and getting up and being like what and the three point with the leg out and I get it. Like I, I totally get it, but that's just the things oh, in today's NBA. The things in today's NBA that kind of hurt as, as well. You, like there's great things about the NBA today, but those are the things that kind of hurt me. Uh with the game as well. Boy, you're a big Parker Killaby, bro. <laughs> he <laughs> said, what? He a, you're a big Parker Killaby. I said, he's a baby without a rattle. That's goddamn <laughs> great. <laughs> oh, man, that's just absolutely amazing. So, um, yeah, um, I'm with you on the Greek Freak, man. I, I kind of got on him, I uh, say, probably – Maybe after after the Christmas break or after what the minimal All Star break last year, uh, it was just like I, I heard Kendrick say, "Why are we keep talking about the things that this man doesn't do? Why well, let's talk about the things that this man does great that you can't do nothing about?" So I changed my perspective on looking at Giannis. Giannis is a dude, man. And he's a guy who has great work ethic. So you can see him improving the areas that you say or they say that he's not good at. When the yeah, free throw percentage has gone up, his confidence in his jump shot, like dude is stepping up and pulling this shit. Stan Van Gundy, shut up. If this man wants to shoot seven threes a game, <laughs> let him. Because he's getting you 40, uh, 20 rebounds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, I feel like you definitely hit the nail on the head. Uh, the attribute that he has is that dog, that that willingness to work on his game, to work on his body. That is definitely an attribute that uh, every player doesn't have to that level, at least. No, everybody say they want to be great, but everybody don't want to do great work. Do what it takes to be great. Yeah, so um, I'm cool with that. I mean, I like Milwaukee, and I, I, I mean, I still said Milwaukee was the favorite. I think I like Milwaukee to go back-to-back, even though there was no – hasn't been a back-to-back for a minute. But I like Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? It's just something about them. The, um, and these grimy games that they're winning without Chris Middleton. So when they do get him back, if they get past this next round uh, after this evening if they or later here in a little bit, if they do get past and they do get him back, I think it's going to be good for them um, in the long run, because now Connaughton has got more meaningful playoff minutes. Uh, Dirty Grayson Allen has got more meaningful playoff <laughs> minutes. You know what I'm saying? That dude is just know. straight up dirty, dog. Like Chris well, Paul he, went to the, he went to the Chris Paul school of dirtiness. Uh, the Draymond went to. But, you know, Chris Paul, I think he's dirty at times. Draymond Green is dirty at times. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm an honest cat. Draymond is rough around the edges. It's rough around the edges. You know, Grayson Alley, he's he's that Kelly O'Linick. You're dirty, dirty. Like, you do shit that gets people hurt dirty. 
You know what I'm saying? Like if I was Alice Caruso, nigga, I'd have went the 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 boy thought I'd have followed you down the park down the the tunnel, nigga. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, I'll be waiting <laughs> on you in the parking lot. Some Conor McGregor shit. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. But uh, uh, Boston, um, Jason Tatum, the dude. Uh, who they're going to need a little bit more for? Oh my God! Al Horford had a stroke of the fountain of youth. Came and hey, gave Giannis hey, everything you want. Giannis, Giannis messed around and talked crazy to him. Hey, and Al he was Horford. like, "Okay, all right, let me show you what this old man can do." Like we can I mean, do that once every two years. We could probably do that kind of performance at our level. <laughs> at our level, you know, but he's from the Dominican, so you know he got some crazy in there somewhere. <laughs> Linus hit that switch, like he getting texts and all kind of shit. So, um, I like that. I'm gonna need to see more from Jalen Brown, but I see that uh, that hamstring is is causing him issues. So, um, I like to see them get that taken care of, but I just feel more in in uh, Milwaukee than I do Boston. Good deal, good deal. Moving on. Uh, what's the one we have not talked about yet? Phoenix, or- Dallas, Miami. 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 That's what no, it is. We just haven't talked about Miami. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that that's the culture I compare. Like, walk with me on this journey. I want to compare Miami Heat to uh, the Patriots, where the system there is so and the type of people they get to run the system is their biggest attribute and that will always keep them uh in the running that that dog like all they get is dogs and if you ain't a dog they're gonna get rid of and they were even questioning oladipo's dogness till he had to come out and prove it then it's like well all right maybe you could ride with us for now well, for now, for now, because I still think Jimmy is still questioning his uh, true intentions on being in South Beach. <laughs> but Sing Jimmy's one of those song. guys, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jimmy's one of those guys. And I mean, like the wife and I were talking about it the other day. I mean, she was like, it was hard. She's come around on it. Like she thought he was one of them dickhead type of players. Oh, by the way, and Jimmy Butler did play in uh the conference that i played in and juco down there in texas he went to tyler so uh shout out to uh juco juco basketball texas you know what i mean that's how we do it represent i'm here in texas as well hey texas a whole new breed if you ain't never (laughs) spent time in texas take your ass to texas and hang out (laughs) now for a week if you got the opportunity to take a spend you a month or two down there in texas I swear to change your life and give you a whole new perspective. Like you want to go down there and not pay pro, uh, income tax too, right? <laughs> but anyway, um, so I think he's one of those guys, and that's a and that's a, a problem that he had. Um, not him that everybody was labeling him as the problem at Chicago and Minnesota. He wasn't the problem. It was the problem that the people wasn't with his mentality. Right. You know what I'm saying? Tyler, Texas is a rough, tough place. You know what I mean? So he had that dog. You know, you coming from JUCO. You got that dog. You go to a low-level D1. You got, you got to get that dog. I, you know what I'm saying? Nobody talked about you in the league. You got to get that dog. Philly, nobody had that dog. Joel Embiid was, had not yet learned that dog. And he wasn't ready to teach that dog yet like he is in, in Miami. Same way in Chicago, same way in Minnesota. 
he understood those guys not dogs. Maybe Carl Anthony Towns might be a dog now, but he wasn't then. You know what I'm saying? But he's a dog now, and he's got dogs with him, and they right. recruit dogs. Even the yeah. white boys is dog. Duncan, Duncan come from the level three basketball to get where you at right now with a contract that you just signed? Dog. Dog. So we running up against it, man. You want to just go for picks, or what do you want to do? Oh, one more thing. I do. I'm sorry, I'm rushing it. Top by two, by the way. Say what? I finished on top by the two. By the <laughs> way, I wish I'd remembered those two. It was the last two games that we picked that I ended up on top. Good deal. You got me. I own it. I had it written on the board too. I've been meaning to say it like four times. <laughs> uh. Uh, I like the NBA for naming those uh, conference uh, MVPs after Larry and Magic. Like, I feel like that is definitely a good choice because those two players uh, helped revive the league when it was needed. 100%. 100% no argument for me. Uh, who better than having? It was awesome that they were on uh, two different uh, two different conferences, which created a rivalry that, that you could only see um, – uh, at least twice a year, you know what I mean, or, you know, in the championship game. So um, it was very exciting. I know us being young, young basketball players at that time, you know what I'm saying, it was it was exciting basketball to watch those two guys. Me being a Laker fan and a Magic fan, um, I was excited to see that. You know, me being from Indiana and Larry Bird, you know, is Devner like, you know, him and John Cougar Mellencamp is like, and John Wooden is like the three Mount Rushmores of this state. You know what I'm saying? So Michael Jackson. You gotta, yeah, you got to put Mike up there. You know, you know <laughs> when he when he's being proper. You know, Michael Jackson before 25. There you go. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, you know what I mean. So um, you got to put him in that in 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 that situation when it comes to basketball. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. Um, it's great. There's no other two people to do it for those two conferences, so I'm good. I'm good with it. All right, so game seven is tonight. Who you got? Uh, we, walking, you say man. like you got one on me, but this thing's still going, man. The, the, okay. the, the I got, season's I got not Milwaukee. over. I got Milwaukee. And for you people that want to uh, place your bets, uh, go to the website or check the uh, check in the comments of this broadcast and you can see our brand new uh dot ag um promo code so check it out and get you some free money so um yeah i'm going milwaukee man milwaukee 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 and for the second game code state all right period i got gold state obviously and i'll go with the Celtics. All right, no, I'll them. go. Yeah, no, I'll go with the Celtics. All right. I feel like it's now or never with them. If they don't do it now, they're gonna have to really rethink what they're gonna do because I feel like contracts are coming up. Yeah, it and is, and it's just gonna be never because I don't think they can beat Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy, that would be the easy route for Jimmy. It would be Boston. <laughs> you think so? The easy route to the finals. I'll say that. That'd be a lot much more so difficult you feel for like him. He, you feel like Jimmy right? Well, I I can I see it but, going that I way. I can see Giannis poses much more of a problem. <laughs> yeah, he's more mentally Giannis. I feel yeah. like he's more mentally fit 
and the team, I guess, because they just came off the championship. But Celtics, yeah. I can feel, could be shaky mentally. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. So, so, but yeah, I'm still going with them. I'm going with them Go so I get an opportunity up. to get up. Yeah, I need you to catch up. <laughs> Not so I'm gonna take the anything. Celtics. I'm going with Golden State. Uh, the, the, the they're in the layup line right now. I'm excited. I want to make sure everyone has time to, to check it out. Yep. Uh, that's why I chose the time we did, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? You said I got to at least get me one more uh, bourbon before I have to let it relax and calm down before I go uh, coach a basketball game this evening at Best Choice. Okay. Man, Elijah's got a few games left before his football season. And he gets uh, – dad, I just like hitting people. I, I just thoroughly yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, he's thoroughly enjoys it. No, actually, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Golden State is not the game. I thought the game was. No, they Mavericks. play tomorrow. Golden State play no, tomorrow. No, the Tonight Golden State is... already made it. So it's really no, it's the Phoenix. Mavericks. It's Phoenix. Yeah, Mavericks and Phoenix. Uh, the Suns. Phoenix. Phoenix. I'll Phoenix. go with Dallas. I'll go with Dallas. Phoenix. So I got two opportunities to, to level up here. I do enjoy Luka. I do. I believe in Phoenix's others. More than I believe in Dallas's others in the seventh grade, in the seventh game. At home, too, they're in Phoenix. Yeah, man. Yeah, buddy. It's going to be hot in the valley. It's going to be hot in the valley. But Luca's got a clip. He's ready to, to go. Say, man, I'm not going to underestimate Luca. It all, and I'm not going to lie. It's all going to begin and end with Luca. How he does. If they win, it's because he's going to have an outstanding. Standing all around game. Outstanding. That's he's the only way they other. can win. He's gonna need two others. He's gonna need Bronson, and he's gonna need a shooter. So need two, uh, either a shooter or a Powell. One of those is gonna have to step up. But I like it. I, yeah. I I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Woo! <laughs> all right, what you got for the eye of the storm? <clears throat> uh, nothing much for the eye of the storm. Once again, just want to wish all the mothers. I didn't get an opportunity to say it on air to wish you guys a happy Mother's Day. Uh, without you guys, uh, the world would definitely be in peril. Um, also, we didn't even get to talk about Brittany Grinder. Shout out to her. I know um, Russia's trying to do some 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 things for us to get her back. Uh, I would like to see the U.S. kind of step up and get her back as if she was, you know, any other American citizen. Uh, but other than that, man, I'm just uh, – Look, shouts out to all my fellow uh, allergy sufferers during these past two weeks has been rough. Keep your head up. I'm on that Zyrtec personally. Uh, all the times you see me go off camera and off mic is because I've been blowing my nose still. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you guys are not alone. Big Storm is with you. That's all I got for the Iron Storm. <laughs> Hashtag Zyrtec. Sponsorship. <laughs> Uh, and there he goes. Uh, <laughs> um, for the um, the one good thing, the one good thing is um, the one good thing is a combination of um, a lot of things. It's a combination of twenty five plus years. Um, yesterday was my mom and my late stepfather. Um, Dickie Gilbert's uh, wedding anniversary. Uh, he's been gone for a couple years now. So 
Uh, but I know mom still, you know, thinks about him yesterday with their uh, anniversary. So uh, my one good thing is, you know, your relationship is solid and good when you still think about it when they're not there. So um, that's what I got. Good deal. Great man. Great man. All right. So uh, obviously you already know the barbecue is coming up here at the end of the weekend or end of the month. So, um, yeah, it's time. So let's get ready for some basketball. I'm done. Storm, you done? I'm done. State of basketball done. Check us out. Uh, BW Sports 1 on the website, bwsports1.com. You can check us out on all social media outlets. We are everywhere and everywhere we are. So uh, check us out. Google Play Podcast, Apple Podcast. You can catch us anywhere. So uh, check us out. Big Storm, the one, BW Sports, out of here. Have a good Sunday. Hit the button. I'm trying. I can't find it. My computer's acting funny. There it is. (laughs) The button, the button.